I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the 6 o'clock news. I'm Gareth Bottom. And I'm Sugar McLean. Tonight, more wildfires in the interior. And in other news, your mom's a PLT. everyone and welcome to poor little thing the po- <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome to poor little thing the podcast also known as P L T Whoa the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things like that time you realized that you had gained quite a bit of weight and your hair was falling out and you were super tired like all the time so of course you were convinced you had a hypothyroid problem right So you call your doctor, you got the requisition to get the blood work done. And when your doctor called to give you the results, she said, yeah, you don't have that. Do you work out consistently? And then you answered, fuck off, Barbara. (laughs) Hi, I'm Amy Good Murphy. (laughs) And with me, as always, is the most beautiful, most gorgeous, talented, haughty, hot, hot, just honestly, just on fucking fire daily. It's my little honey boy, Brian. Steel. No, don't. Okay. Because it was just me, not you. Oh, hi. Hi. (laughs) How are you? You you think I'm hot? No. Also, I wish you would shut the fuck up because I've got breaking news, Uh D. Guess what? What? Al. I gotta get um, tomorrow. Give me your fuck. Give me his email address. I'll do it right now. I gotta catch him on live tomorrow. Ryan's fridge, if you did not hear that, (laughs) makes this noise every like. Five minutes on the five minutes. Okay, every five fucking minutes. It goes, no joke. It'll go. <laughs> <laughs> like a bomb has gone off in my kitchen. Every five minutes. And we try to keep this off the pod mm. as much as we can. Sometimes it's in there. I don't know if you, please reach out if you've heard it. Yes, I can hear it. Like, you know, we take turns editing the pod and Amy did the last one and I listened to it. I could hear it a couple times. But yeah. what are you going to do? You what know? are you going to do? Well, you're going to call your landlord and get it fucking fixed. And how many times have you said, I know I got to deal with it. I know I got to deal mm-hmm. with it. You have it. So give me your fucking, <laughs> give me the email address. I'm going to do it before I leave today. Okay. Do you understand me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every five minutes. We'll be sitting here and it'll fucking jars me every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like move out of our seat a bit. 
<laughs> we locks were, us. We pretend we're going to explode it yeah, because yeah. it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's a true treat. Yeah. Um, listen, I've got some breaking news. Okay. Al Pacino. It's Hollywood breaking news. Mm-hmm. Okay. Al Pacino. We know him. You've seen him. Mm-hmm. You cried after you saw that football movie he did when he did the inches poem. Remember when he read to the football team? Oh, yeah. It was beautiful mm-hmm. i couldn't believe every inch you take a day i can't remember anyways <laughs> al pacino's fucking 83 years old his girlfriend is 29 also have you seen al pacino <laughs> what he looks like man i uh, know lately but he's probably weathered okay he's 83 yeah yes yeah, so i can only imagine okay he's been around for a long time mm-hmm. his girlfriend is not yet 30 she is pregnant with his kid yes <gasps> so that means they're doing it Oh my God. He has three kids already. Mm-hmm. One of his kids is 30 fucking three. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm all for the age gap thing, but like, no, honey, that's fucking weird. You know, 20 years is as big a gap as I go. I think the gap just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> it, does, it just so. happens to be 20 <laughs> at this point in your life. Okay. Yeah. So when you're fucking 83, mm-hmm. you're going to be going in the 20s still. <laughs> well, if I can, I'll be so happy. You're just as gross as Al Pacino, mm-hmm. I got to tell you. <laughs> but like, <laughs> listen. You're just gross. As gross. Just as gross. gross. I get that a lot. You're gross. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen, she's pregnant. That means they did it. I don't like that. And he's got two other kids that are twins, I guess, that are 22. Mm-hmm. They call him this girl mom. I don't know. My stepmom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what if you were 33 or 22, whatever, both 33 years old, and your dad was having a baby and yeah. he's 80. Three. Imagine that you're that baby and that's your dad. Well, I'm so sorry, but they're not going to... Oh, this is terrible. This isn't even funny anymore, but they're not going to know their dad. Yeah. There's no way. Mm-hmm. He's 83. Well, that shook me up. You know what else shook me up? What? My mother. What's going on? She texted me the other day because she had watched a clip we uploaded about our previous episode where we talked about the pussy farts. You know, the fart going up into your pussy. Of course I do. And right, right, like literally we uploaded it. She texted me within seconds and she goes, Ryan, it's called a queef. Louise, we're not talking about queef. And I kind of thought that was different. I'm like, I don't have a vagina. I, Ryan, it's called a queef. I know. And then she spelt it wrong. She put, I think, well, I think it's Q-U-E-E-F. Right? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But like anyway, reef? Yeah. Originally, she spelt it like Q-U-I-F-E or something. <laughs> and I knew what she meant. Quife. She's like, honey, it's a queef. I'm helping you out. She was so proud of herself. She's like, here you go. <laughs> And like it was one of those moments where I really couldn't take it away from her. I just let, let, I had to let yeah, her have thanks, it. Thanks, mom. Yeah. Listen, I really like that a lot. <laughs> Ryan, it's a queef. And you were like, okay, mom, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I know. Louise, it's not a queef. A queef <laughs> is when it comes from the vagine, not when it comes from your butt and goes up the front. Ryan, that's called a queef. And I love that she like was on her phone. Literally, like I said, she was like, well, she didn't even actually even like it. She's one of those ones that watches it oh, and wants to com- communicate with you, but then won't bother to just double tap it and give us the like, which, you know, we really enjoy. But like literally, yeah, there was like two likes on it. We had been up for like a few seconds. She watches it and she goes, I'm going to have to text him right now. <laughs> he needs to know what yeah. that is. They fucked it up. Yeah. My little faggot son doesn't know no. how vaginas work. No, he doesn't. No. And you know what? Can I tell you something? What's that? You know what I love? We know who likes our shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're that narcissistic and it means everything to us when you like share comment our stuff because that's what helps the algorithm that's Mm. what helps us get jobs it means people are looking and liking exactly and so even if you hate us throws a bone double tap we're gay we need all the help we can get we're gay we're gay we're a minority i know we're a minority you have to help us by law 
I agree, or else you're homophobic. Yes. If you don't share, like, subscribe, comment mm-hmm. our, with our stuff, mm-hmm. then you're going to hell. Yeah, we're going to unfollow. Yeah, and the devil likes gays. Mm-hmm. Of course the devil likes gays. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, you're going to hell and he's going to poke you. Mm-hmm. He's going to poke you all day long with a, with a poker thing. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I know what you're As saying. As it happens in hell. Yeah. Anyways, we love when you say, oh, I saw your video. It was so funny. Yeah, I loved it so much. And then the whole time you're saying that, I'm going... Oh, you did see it because mm-hmm. you didn't like it. You didn't like it. You didn't share it. You didn't comment on it. You didn't even press the heart. Mm-hmm. You were so afraid that one of your colleagues was going to see that you liked the video <gasps> of Ryan with his ass in the air at the gas station <laughs> saying, you know, fuck me with that. Yeah, yeah, Fuck me. Fuck me. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Anyways. Anyways. But yeah, seriously, like our shit. <laughs> Please. Listen, I've got more celebrity news. D. Actually, I'm going to retract. It's not celebrity news. It's billionaire news. Mm. Loser. This guy's a lose, okay? Okay. He's a big fucking lose. Yeah. His name's Jeff Bezos. Heard of him. I'm not into it. Give us your money, Jeff. You have too much of it. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of, Jeff Bezos and his... I don't know what his girlfriend, his partner, don't know flavor of the month. That's what I'm talking about. Don't, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Lauren Sanchez. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do you know that they drop $600,000 a month on their Malibu rental home? Wow. You absolute disgusting POSs. If this is true, hey, you can't believe everything you read. <laughs> But I'm going to choose to yeah. because I think they do. Mm-hmm. That is so gross. Perez Hilton does not lie. What? Yeah. Why are they doing this? $600,000 a month. Are you renting it full time? Do you live there? Also, who can charge $600,000 a month for rent? That means in a year, that is like almost $7 million that or maybe more. I can't do the math perfectly, I but can't. that's $7 million a year. Like, how is that place even worth that much? Like, That should be paid off after maybe a year or two then. Do you want to know something? Yeah, I do. Okay. Moving on from that fucking lose. Yeah. Listen to me. My friend who lives in New York City, mm-hmm. they just doubled his rent because they can. There's no rent control in New York and there's no rent control, I think, in Florida or Miami either. I've just learned this. Literally, anyone can charge. I don't know the de- all the full details, but as far as I understand, in Vancouver, there's rent control mm-hmm. and they actually actually put in enforced that you can't you can only go up what is it two percent a year yeah my rent goes up like fifteen dollars a year or something yeah i'm never moving out so there's some people here that like pay you know got in one of the you know amazing buildings where it's like Mm -hmm. really low Mm -hmm. and they can manage to stay there because 15 you know 10 15 bucks a year Mm -hmm. can last you probably a pretty long time yeah well they just fucking called them up and we're like we're doubling your rent and let me tell you they already pay an astronomical amount in New York. Wow, it's wow, wow, not wow. normal. Mm. And they doubled it. So now they're just fucking scrambling because they're like, I can't afford that. And they were like, well, sorry. Move to Vancouver. I, Come well, back. Don't even move to Vancouver because it's fucking stupid too. Well, but at least we have rent <clears> control. <throat> that's true. We do have, hey. Va- <laughs> <laughs> did you, did hear, you, did hear you all hear the fridge? <laughs> Usually we edit them out, but now I want to keep them in on purpose. Now every time throughout each episode, we're just going <laughs> to when it happens <laughs> but i'll have it fixed um soon um <laughs> speaking of vancouver have you ever heard the vancouver song that that woman sang years ago vancouver <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> D, can you play a clip vancouver, beautiful city of mine. thanks d 
<laughs> the video is so funny. What's funny about it is that she's like, I think Eastern European. Yes. She's in her like, I want to say early 50s. Yeah. Wonderful woman. Like very <laughs> nice. Wonderful woman. Well, she's like, she's smiling the whole time. And she's, you know, she's just got a nice demeanor to her. Right. But she's like singing this song about Vancouver in her like Eastern European accent. <laughs> Again, no judgment. It's I love that she loves it here. And I love that she wrote a song about it. But the whole thing together is just it's interesting. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful art. Mm-hmm. I love that she has come here mm-hmm. and she she was like, this city is so fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I'm going to get my money. I'm yeah. going to get my, my family's yeah. money together. I'm going to hire a videographer. We're going to go to Stanley Park. Mm-hmm. We should, we're going to put this video on Patreon because yeah. you have to see mm-hmm. this. And she went off, Queen. Yeah. She Like you like to say... She went off queen. She went off queen. One time I used that song and clips of her, but I <laughs> spliced in Final Destination 2 or 3 when they use the Lionsgate Bridge and it collapses. Hey. Do you remember that? Yeah, kind and, of. And then I think TikTok took it down because they were like, this promotes um, like dangerous acts. TikTok, fuck off. Fuck you, TikTok. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, man. What else you got, baby? Well, I have a question for you. Please. I was in real deep thought this morning. Okay. Before I came here. Having a a cup of joe and just really thinking? Listen, I was having a cup of joe from bed. That's my favorite thing. I was sleeping in because yesterday I helped my dad move. He got some of his buddies, right? All these like former like big dudes, but they're all in their 70s now, but Mm -hmm. they still moved shit. It was very like, and then, but some of them were like, I can't, man, my back. I can't do that. I'm like, I'll do it. And anyways, it was very interesting. Mm -hmm. They fucking managed to move their shit, all of their stuff into a brand new place and unpack in less than 24 hours in one day. They just moved in their brand new home with all of their stuff. Wow. By the time I left, everything was put away. Wow. And it looked great. That's how you get her done. That's how you get her done. Wow. And to thank the movers, he gave us pizza ordered some panago nice i like panago Panago. it's not for everybody Mm. it did give me diarrhea later everything does (laughs) so anyways i had diarrhea last night real late all of a sudden it hit and i was like here we go (laughs) Uh, jenny i'll be back yeah and then um this morning when i woke up it was very much like worn on my face i was tired i like it was just like all the food allergies you know what i mean Mm -hmm. anyway so i slept and i had my coffee in the morning i was thinking deeply this morning do you understand me Mm. you get into those thoughts sometimes and you're like what if Mm -hmm. or you ever think about this Mm -hmm. do you ever wonder what you'd be like or like what you would like or how you'd be or what you'd look like if life hadn't like gone the way it did you weren't influenced by multiple partners that you had new Mm -hmm. friends that you made like what if you just kind of like stayed the same like in your early 20s or whatever when you kind of came into your own and like what you were like yeah if you sort of stayed that way, yeah. I would be with my first girlfriend. We'd probably move to Edmonton, okay. where she was from. <laughs> and I would have blonde and black hair for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> my limp ring would stay in, mm-hmm. and it would be a ring with like probably a black bead on it. Okay. Like forever, yeah, it would yeah. stay in. Mm-hmm. I would get an office job. Mm-hmm. I would never excel past just like... <laughs> Like I would just be like a sales girl Mm -hmm. and like I would never like vie for anything else. My dad would always be like, come on, Aim, you got to be the VP of the company. Like you got to move up. And I'd be like, dad, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I live in Edmonton. Mm -hmm. We fucking live in Sherwood Park Mm -hmm. in the same looking house as everybody else. And we I have a dog. Yeah. And I love the dog. Mm -hmm. Um, and I pay more attention to the dog than I do my girlfriend, mm-hmm. my wife. Mm-hmm. We're married. Yeah. She cheats on me. <laughs> I don't cheat on her. Yeah. And my hair is spiky at the back, <laughs> but because it's like blonde and short, and I'm like, yeah. I'm getting into that groove. Like Kate Gosling. 
Yeah, and then I'm like, I beg her for a child, and mm-hmm. she's mean to me. Mm-hmm. She's mean to me. Oh man. And th- but then we get a child, and she's just fucking over it, cheating and shit, and like, oh fuck, I gotta take the kid to hockey. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you know she wants to play hockey, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm like, okay, honey, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go. That's us on Sunday mornings. <laughs> And um, that's me. My favorite thing about that is that you were deep in thought today, and that's what you <laughs> thought about. <laughs> what would happen if I was still with my girl and we moved to Edmonton? Like you were sipping your Joe today, really thinking of what that looks like. Yeah, that's well, cool. <laughs> I was in bed, and I was like, my face looked like it was like so like swollen, gross from yeah. the food that mm-hmm. I had eaten that I'm allergic to, mm-hmm. and I felt like shit. And I'm um, sipping my Joe, yeah. thinking in in my cloudy sheets, my yeah. clouds. Yeah. And then Jenny came in and was like. Get the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I come was on. Like, All right, baby. All right, here's my reality. <laughs> You'd mentioned Edmonton. It reminded me of Kamloops, kind of, because I was there this past weekend yeah. visiting. Um, my friend's mom is, is, you know, she's going through it right now. So that's why I went last month. We're just there for her right now. And it's the only, you know, great thing in these hard times is that it brings so many people together. Yeah. It's the best part. And we, you know, we had some drinks and listened to music. And, um, I was DJing again. I don't know if I told you last time I was DJing off my phone and I played just like lots of Patsy Cline in like 60s and everyone is going crazy. And one woman, Jan, she's like, Ryan, I want you to come <laughs> DJ at my house. And I was like, <laughs> Jan. yes, Jan, I will. Jan, no problem. But Kamloops, you're beautiful. But I had to say one thing. And again, I only had two experiences this past weekend. I went to a pub and I went to a casino restaurant <laughs> called Match. <laughs> and the other one was like called Central Station or something. The service at both of them yeah. was very, very bad. Uh-oh, Kamloops. Again, I'm not coming for you, Kamloops. We didn't go to Earl's. We didn't go you to, didn't go you to know, the high-end ones. We didn't go to like, you know, maybe the places where the, like, the service is fucking, you know, they're knocking it out of the park. But at the Central Station pub, the girl brought me the wrong side with my a main, and then she forgot about me at the beginning to bring me a beer. Then she got everyone another round and didn't ask if I wanted one. And she kept like calling herself out on this. And she was like, oh, and then there's a point too where the people kept coming because there's so much family there and friends. And then she's like taking orders. She's like, wait, I'm going to have to write this down. <laughs> yeah. She got like so irritated that there was so many of us like all buying drinks off you. You know what the yeah. great thing was too? What? I didn't have to pay for because <laughs> there was one. There goes the fridge again. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> people like, yeah, there was, there was there was uncles and friends and stuff. I don't know if these people you know, had a lot of money, but they, they were just, oh, you know, to do the secret pay. And then I'm always like, I love- oh, you know, like, Jamie, you didn't have to do that. But inside I'm like, yes. Yes. Like you paid for my food and everything. Didn't you also say that someone paid for you and that you were like, here, no, take oh, it Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the other place, the casino <laughs> restaurant, which was so, like, it was dead. It was like a Sunday afternoon. No one was there. We were outside on the patio. And our server, I'll say she was actually quite nice. But anybody else walking by, if we ask for something, like, oh, can we get, can you, you know, get some water for us? Like, they can tell the server. Yeah. There's one girl that walked by and she kind of just, like, looked and literally rolled her eyes and walked <sighs> away. I don't like that. Casino restaurant? Yeah. Don't. Don't. And then, um, so then, yeah, of course, we have, we have our, you know, whatever meals and a drink, whatever, and we're ready to pay. And then speaking of Jan, Jan was like, I'll get it. And then we're like, Jan, Jan. It's Jan, that's so nice, Jan. And then my friend, uh, Brendan, he's like, you know, he, he gives like 40 bucks. And she's like, no, no, no. And then Ryan is like, oh, he just takes 20 and he puts 20 in her purse. And she's like, oh, okay. And then now we're like, fuck. <laughs> So then I get 20 out and I'm like, Jan, here you go, girl, take it. But in my head, I'm like, no, I didn't want to have to pay anything for my meal and 10 drinks. No, I don't want to 
give you 20 Jan. Jan, don't pay for it and then accept money. No, she hey. was so nice. So she still actually didn't even really want that money. Like, literally, Ryan was throwing it into her purse. And it's like, you know, it was a big, huge, like, woman purse, you know? <laughs> yeah. so big old lady well, you know, yeah, purse. No offense, Jan, Leather. but it was, I don't know what was in there. She oh had something in, ca- in case of any emergency. But <laughs> Kamloops, I'll probably be coming back soon. And I really challenge you to give me some outstanding <laughs> service. Kamloops? We're putting the challenge out there, mm. and you can do it. Yeah, challenging you to be good at service uh, restaurant positions. Yeah, and you know how I feel mm. about bad service. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, listen, you're overwhelmed. I get it. I don't want to be a server. Yeah, but you're serving it up, mm-hmm. so you better be good at it. And sure, you can get your pad and write on it. You know, I'm all for that. Well, you should do it from the start. You don't need to say, "Hold, uh, hold on, I gotta get my pad." <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Camloops. And I played a bunch of Kino at the pub, and I didn't win. I never win anything. Why do I keep doing it? You know what? Just throwing my money away. I'm so glad that I have no desire to <laughs> gamble. <laughs> to gamble. Yeah, I love it. But people love it. Yeah. I know that you're not alone. No, at, at, but at match, I did. I'm like, go on, Ryan, quick, please go play for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. I actually walked out of there twenty dollars richer than I walked in. So Jan, I technically won my twenty dollars back. <laughs> so Jan, <laughs> jokes on you. I got my twenty bucks back. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Well, that sounds cool. I'm really excited for our guest today. I am too. He's a very funny guy. Very funny guy. Very lucky to have him. Yeah. So I think we should get to them. Let's do it. Okay. Today's guest is a writer and stand-up comedian living in New York City. His stand-up can be seen on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, Conan, Comedy Central Presents, The Pete Holmes Show, and Comedy Central's Roast Battle. We met him at the Just for Last Vancouver Comedy Festival, where we caught him masturbating furiously during our set. Mm-hmm. Like it was awkward. I know. Everybody, it's Andy Haynes. Yay. Hi, guys. Can I just say before we get going that I, I totally love you guys. I, I'm a, an, an avid follower oh. from afar. Oh, Thank you very so, much. That's so nice. We, we love you, yeah. Andy. We were just talking about your special that we binge the shit out of. Goddamn, you are funny. Anyone ever told you that? No, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I get the the opposite a lot. Thank you for saying that. I've been doing this quite a while, and also, you know, I have a um, a wealthy wife mm-hmm. that definitely helps. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's so it's so exciting to have you here. We like we said in the intro though, we met you and your partner, your wife, Rosebud Baker, at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, where you both did drop in sets. You were very cool. You guys mm-hmm. were dropping in. You did a little drop in. Yeah. We were like, oh my, God, yeah. the, oh, my God, the New Yorkers, the Americans oh are coming. They've yeah. dropped into this little hole, the China cloud. Mm-hmm. You both killed it. Um, but we did first really meet you. It's true. I mean, it's just factual. When you were truly furiously, like almost just ripping at your crotch, just <laughs> sort of masturbating mm-hmm. while we did our set. And we never got a chance to say, why were you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, I love comedy. <laughs> that's, like, that's a big part about oh, it. Yeah. I just... I love comedy. I love original comedy. I love yeah. people that kind of do something unique yet <laughs> unique in that way where it's just reminding us that it's there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it just pops up like, oh, it's always been there. And I didn't think of it, but it's so brilliant. And I I just got I just got super hard and I couldn't help it. <laughs> I had to go. And you know what? I don't have a penis, but I heard you guys can't help that. It's yeah, hard no. when it's hard. Mm-hmm. You got to get it out. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, um, mm-hmm. I think it's probably similar to breastfeeding where mm. women have to, you know, you got to kind of expunge it, you know, it's oh. not good to leave it in. You know, I so, yeah. I'm just glad you guys were so understanding. That was oh, really no. Cool. <laughs> no, 
can talk shit about it after, yeah. but um, honey, you must be tired speaking of, because I feel like you are in a different city unless you're clipping shit together. But are you like off and out and in and out of your home? Like where the hell have you been? You're on tour everywhere. I'm on the road a lot. And I think partially because it's kind of the last hurrah because I'm going to be the the caregiver when um, my little bambini comes. Aww. I was working in England and so I was kind of commuting back and forth to England all of last year. And then when that job ended, I kind of, I'd booked some gigs over in Europe and then um, I also just like kind of scrambled to make uh, my living doing road work, which I'm not a huge fan of. I love doing comedy, but um, d- you know, give me a one nighter, give me a <laughs> give me a, a weekend trip to some place I like. But you know, seven nights in Cleveland or whatever the hell uh, I've signed up for is um, it's a special kind of hell for mm. both me and the audience. <laughs> Neither of us like each other. Right? Yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. But that and that's what I wanted to ask you because I thought. One of my questions is, what's it like? Like, lots of people are like, oh, I love it. I feed off it. I got another show. I'm going to hop on another show. I'm like, I don't, yeah, give me a sweet, tight five one night. And I'm talking sketch. Let me do a character (laughs) that I know already that I've memorized. And then I want to go home and go sleep. So, Mm -hmm. but same kind of thing. You just, you got to, but you got to do it, especially with stand up, right? That's the whole thing is you got to keep going and you go to different places and get the new audiences. Yeah. I mean, you do have to do it. Uh, but it's like, you know, I have some friends that have gotten really successful in the last couple of years and they make, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a night doing theaters and they go up all the time. You know, they go on these things where they're, they're gone three days a week and each one of those nights they're selling out a theater. And I, if I was at that point, I would work two days a month. I would work one theater here, one theater there, probably fly in, fly out. And the rest of the time I would um, you know, just shop for little gadgets mm-hmm. in the store. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That sounds like a nice life. I totally agree. And I think about that with like huge movie stars who are just stars in general that can like pick and choose their jobs. It's like just do one movie every two years, maybe, mm-hmm. and then live your life and do things that you otherwise that you love. Exactly. Go get gadgets. Yeah. Go for a walk. Swim in your pool. Swim in your pool. Whatever you want. Have your friends over. If I had that kind of money, there would definitely be kind of an, an exotic animal rescue yep. you know like if i'm at the place where i can just work every two years i'm gonna have like a farm but it's gonna be mainly dogs and cows <laughs> you pet things like that you yeah. know and it's gonna be a lot of me i'm gonna i'm actually going to be more of an andy mcdowell in my later <laughs> years I'm gonna kind of, that's so nice i'm not gonna transition gender wise but i am going to transition into kind of a more andy mcdowell character mm-hmm. kind of a montana themed uh catalog lifestyle it's yeah. a good life that's a nice life yeah andy mcdowell andy mcdowell i love that a lot <laughs> i thought about her for a while um you know i mean i've we've done some shows in our time and we've bombed once or twice and we just wanted to know um what's maybe the worst time you've ever bombed off the top of your head um well it's a it's a couple times a week and <laughs> <laughs> uh no um i would say like the worst that i've ever bombed was uh, well, one time I was doing comedy in D.C. I kind of came up in, in the D.C. area and I would go back often to work there because I, I kind of had a little bit more seniority there. And one time I, I was at a show that was called The Laugh Riot at the Hyatt, which was in, you guessed it, a Hyatt hotel uh, conference room. And oh. um, it was during the height of the tea party. So... There was like a um, kind of a bunch of people in town for that tea party thing, which was like a pre kind of Trump uh, USA, 
you know, fall of capitalism uh, thing. And uh, but I started talking shit about the Tea Party people, and it just turned out that the entire audience was the Tea Party people. And then they started screaming at me. It was like one of those town halls that they'd taken over. They just they just were standing up. They were pointing. They were yelling. And then like a few people in the audience were um, also um, like fighting with them because they, I guess, wanted to see a comedy show and the show had to be stopped i think actually everything had to be stopped like they just stopped everything and just like i walked off and i think i walked it was like kind of one of those walks straight out the door like walk off stage <laughs> yeah. straight out the door see ya. into the potomac river <laughs> backpack full of rocks yeah. uh but i've also had like i i was doing halloween one time in san francisco at the punchline and the manager was like, we should dress up. We should dress up. We should wear costumes. And so I, I threw together a costume, which was like, I, I just bought like a gray kind of like Jersey material dress. And I had a blonde wig and I said, I was Sia, but <laughs> yeah, they never laughed. Not once. I just bombed in a wig I just bombed for 45 minutes in a wig and dress. And yeah. uh, it was just horrible. That's oh, all I can say. It was horrible. Brutal. Jesus. Why, do, why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. <laughs> also, I need to talk about the one story you shared about being, first of all, in a hotel conference room. Just fucking kill me. And secondly, your comedy. I was just thinking the whole time that like we really, truly love you so much and we think you're so funny and your comedy is like very very much speaks to us like we're both queer you're just very lovely and and funny and and dark but in like the most the realest way like I really love you Andy and if I were straight and I think Rosebud would allow this I think I'd like you I think I would like you, Thank you. more than Thank you. I do now Whoa. do you know what I'm saying Whoa. thank you I appreciate you're, that. you're welcome I don't know if I told you this because I kind of like I do this thing a lot of times with gay friends which is that i i like kind of go like look i'm safe which is that my whole family's gay Mm -hmm. uh like my uncle my sister my brother are gay and so um i grew up in kind of a it was seattle so it wasn't like it wasn't that weird for me to grow up in a household full of gay people but my parents also my mom let in a lot of gay youth that their parents had kind of kicked them out. Aww. And my uncle was like part of the Seattle gay scene and had been very much like more social in his younger days. And so I grew up with kind of all these old Queens around. Yes. It was very weird too, because my, my uncle is kind of an old queen kind of like prototypical confirmed bachelor, like didn't even, <laughs> wasn't even trying to like, he wasn't even trying to march or like, uh, get marriage. I think he was like, that's for straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's a character. But then my sister's like punk rock, you know, like my sister's like queer anarchist. These people like we're changing our pronouns. Uh, you know, we live in a throuple, whatever it is. I don't, you know, I can't really like, <laughs> but it was, it was two very different sides of the, the thing. And I, it was funny to me because when a lot of the gender stuff came out, which was like the, the trans and the non-binary stuff, it wasn't like new to me. Like when people started using new pronouns, I feel like half the world, like their nose started bleeding. Right. And I, was yeah. like, I already went through this. I already got the lesson on Z and Zare. So you're, yeah. you're late to the party. That's amazing. I didn't know that. I've, I've heard in your standup that your uncle was queer, but I didn't realize that you had so many queer people cl- very close to you, your immediate family. That's, that's to me, I mean, I'm biased because I'm a big old dyke, mm-hmm. but 
I feel like that's a really lovely way to grow up. And like, like that, I already knew this. I know this. I'm okay with this. I know this is not scary Mm -hmm. or does not harm me in any way. Like, yeah, I just, it really shows up in your comedy. But the cool part about you is, is I don't love like safe, you know, safe comedy. I like sick shit, but Mm -hmm. you find a way to be lovely and sick at the same time. So Mm -hmm. I just think that you've done a really good job with your comedy. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I, um, I I think we're kind of like past a place. Like, I think there was like a big period of time where we needed to kind of write the ship on a lot of this stuff just because people were, I don't know, just, there was so many people just like trying to go for like, say the worst possible thing to get kind of like, Ooh, look at me. I'm so naughty. Or, you know, they always called it free speech, but it was like not, important Mm -hmm. um but then i think you know everybody's kind of grown up a little bit and we can kind of joke a little more especially like the younger queer comics that i'm seeing are not this kind of uh woke i gotta teach you a lesson kind of you know that type of comedy yeah 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 Yeah, it it is holding space right now for a really cool type of queer comedian and and those types of jokes so i'm just glad you exist and we really appreciate you oh you were saying when you're growing up with so much queer in your life i wanted to know did that influence you at all with your you know music likings or did it just make you kind of more of a liberal person well first of all i do want to like side noted that I probably wasn't always graceful about, you know, like I had to learn as like, I, I still was straight, but like, you know, I would do things like where I'd be like, Devin, I like Devin's my sister. I'd be like, I, I, I don't want to be gay. Like I'd come to her like upset. She'd be like, you're not gay. And I'd be like, oh, okay. I don't want to be gay, Devin. <laughs> and you know, I was like a boy in the nineties and there was a lot of, uh, gangster rap and really misogynistic music and probably really homophobic music. But I, I think I, I just I definitely benefited in that 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 was always something that I kind of was removed from. Like I remember like I didn't have a ton of gay friends until my twenties, but I remember kids that were out in high school. Like I tried to treat them the same as all the other kids because I was like, This isn't weird and yeah. I know that other kids are giving you shit. Not that I'm some kind of hero. I still, you know, I still stole their lunch money. Yeah. Well. They deserved it. Something was <laughs> off. Um yeah, no, I totally hear you on that. And I always knew I was gay my whole life, but I didn't know like how to do that. But I was definitely bullying. I'd be like, You're gay. Mm. You're probably fucking gay. So <laughs> quit looking at me. There was this one girl, Tiffany. Oh no. <laughs> Spit it out. Okay. I can be myself here. Mm-hmm. One time there was this girl, not one time, our entire high school career, there was this girl named Tiffany and she'd always stare at me. My entire high school career. (laughs) This girl, Tiffany, would always stare at me. We played volleyball together. We were in the same classes. It was like a very small school. And she would look at me and I literally, like, I was a real piece of shit. You don't know this about me. Growing up, I was a serious POS. Like, just had all the issues. I was gay. I was in a Catholic school, Catholic private school, blah, 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 whatever. Aggressive, huge Mm -hmm. raging dyke, didn't know what to do. Anyways, she would stare at me and I would fucking on the daily go, the fuck are you looking at, Tiffany? You got a crush? Want to go on a date? Whoa. And then I'd go. Yes. And then I just fucking (laughs) spike it down. Yeah, bitch. And and that's awesome. No, it's not awesome. (laughs) That's so awesome. You know, Tiffany's a bad person. You know, (laughs) Tiffany... She lives in Kamloops. No, she's involved Kamloops. in like yes. a, she's she's involved in like a what are those like those tiered marketing schemes where <laughs> yeah. you like rip off your acquaintances. Yes. She's selling Arbon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. No. She's on a she's on a she's selling a recalled <laughs> Turkish uh, face exfoliator. 
Yeah, I'd Recall. buy it. Was she a lesbian? <laughs> I don't think she was a lesbian. I never really, I never like, I really like recalled a lot. Um, I never followed up with her, and I don't follow her on socials. But I, I really feel sad about that. And you know what she would say? She'd just go, "Poor thing." Like she should have said, "Fuck you, Amy. You loser. You're probably gay." But she just went, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> and then <laughs> she fucking go. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Towns. The new album, First Last Time, out now. Get First Last Time now. Anywhere you get your music. Ghost Hounds, First Last Time. New Ghost Hounds tour in the works. Stay tuned. She wasn't very good. She'd like bang it off her arms and I'd be like... Yeah. Dyke gay. Dyke Dyke gay. Dyke gay bitch. (laughs) Anyways. So my sister was like kind of like... She was kind of like, uh, she was a real tough dyke. You know, she was like a yeah. real badass. And I remember this one time. <laughs> was I, was, I was I was, rapping uh, like some song. And I said, <laughs> you on. know, I was like just ra- like by myself, like not at her, not even at her. I was just around her. And I was like, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. And she headbutted me. She just like headbutted me in the face. And then took me down, and then when I was down, pinned me. Yeah. And hawked a loogie onto Well, <laughs> you deserved it. I did. I mean, it definitely, like, it kind of showed me, uh, it was like a real flash, like, quick course, you know? Like, yeah. it was the uh, the QuickBooks, Cliff Notes of uh, Feminism, really quick, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I got the fourth did. wave. Yeah, she did. Right and in the face. Me and Devin, we can roll. Yeah. Devin and I, mm-hmm. if we went to the same high school, we would have rolled. Okay. Right. And after, I bet she wanted to say, if she didn't, O'Doyle rules. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to say. Did you tell on her for headbutting you? Yeah. What happened next? No, I think my mom actually agreed with her. I think my mom was like, that was the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah. Bitches aren't hoes. <laughs> That's or... right, Devin. <laughs> you take down yeah. the hetero in this family, yes. Devin. Whoo. Okay. Yeah. We want to play a game with you. As we touched on earlier, you are going to be a new daddy. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to go through some things as a little daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we want to put you to the test. Each of us are going to come to you with a problem. We're going to pretend we're your kid. And you have to solve it. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. Dad. Yes? Jesse told me that she masturbates. And I want to masturbate too. But I don't know how to do it or what, like, what do I do? That's fine. That's great. You you should totally do that. But you should talk to your mom about it because um, I just think that's kind of like her purview. And I still don't understand what's going on down there. So just talk to your mom about it. Nice. 
right, Andy, that is correct. That was good. You passed. All right. Thank you. Hey, Dad, sup? Um, I'm eight years old. Can I start vaping now? Ryan, <clears throat> I know that your mom and I vape, and I know that we vape all the time. I know yeah. that we're vaping at the dinner table, vaping Stinks. in the car, mm-hmm. vaping when we pick you up from school, vaping yeah. on social media. And I know that your doctor has attributed some of your asthma condition to probably that. Yeah, all of it. But, you know, I really don't think that vaping's for you. I, mm. I think, you know... Um, we want to put you, we want to give you your best foot forward. And I know all the other kids are probably vaping now. They're yeah. probably on there. You guys are probably getting together on your oculuses and vaping in space. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you want to space vape, do it digitally, but not in my house. Cause I just, I want, I, I wish the best for you. You know, all right, dad. I really think that once, once we get these steroids that are going to fix your asthma, <laughs> mm-hmm. you are going to be a great athlete. We're just going to figure it out. And I really appreciate your patience on this. You're not an athlete. No, but thanks, Dad. I'm going to go play with Rob Victor now. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, Andy. Okay, I have another random question. What's something that really just grosses you out? You're just like, fuck, that's gross. And if you need a minute, I can go first. You go first. You know what's gross and just grinds my gears? And Jenny, my partner, is not allowed to do this. And sometimes she forgets. And I'm like, get, don't. When you wear your street clothes, like you sit down on your bed, like say you're wearing jeans all day outside of the house and then you sit on your sheets. Get the fuck yes. off my bed. Really? It's disgusting. You bring the city in it. You might as well put your shoes on and have a little dance across the top of the sheets. I think that is so, and I don't know why it, when I say it grinds my gears, does not anybody else feel that way or am I crazy? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that concerned about that. Oh, you're sitting on maybe a bus stop. You're sitting on a, a a food court chair. Maybe you stop to have some subway. If I had a busy day, I could see you right. If where I was, like my pants were touching lots of city things. And yeah, I can see that. But usually, she's just queening, walking around, doing her things. She never mm. stops to sit down. <laughs> just the wind. Yeah, I consider it seasoning. You know, you're just seasoning. <laughs> seasoning Ew. up the bed. No, yeah. you knew that that would make it worse for me. You got to build up the bed's immune yeah. system. That's disgusting. Yeah, you <laughs> My, uh, I will say I don't like when people leave like gum or things like that, like things that they've chewed and then they like take them out and set them somewhere and leave them there. Like my wife (laughs) in pregnancy has gotten really into gum. She always needs kind of like a something in her mouth. And so Mm -hmm. she, she is just chewing gum and then just like when it loses its flavor, just sets it on like a coaster and just leaves it. And I think that's awful i hate it i hate it so much yeah and then the other thing that like this is like not a gross thing but i i get irate when i'm with somebody who's like a bad driver like not like (laughs) gross not like not like dangerous like i don't care if you're a dangerous bad driver but if you're like somebody who misses a turn and then we have to like go an extra mile Mm. like i get like a weird type a kind of thing pops out and i want to like bash you it's horrible (laughs) i get that i'm the exact same way i get we were just talking about this my mother and ryan break at green lights they break a little bit Mm. i don't know if that's what you're talking about if that's what grosses you and i'm so sorry to throw you under the bus i don't really drive anymore so it's all good listen this is the old me he's really good at walking he's he's a queen walker and he we always say always sometimes i'll text him and be like what are you doing and he's like i'm just queening up davy queening up davy i'm going and i know he's going so fast (laughs) get out of my way he's a great walker um can i tell you what grosses me out when guys send me photos of their hole 
It happens so much. <laughs> he and doesn't like. You've heard this before. Yeah, he doesn't like that. You know what? There's some guys, you know, they're like, you know, send like a, a, you know, their body. Whoa, they got a six pack. Whoa. Or like maybe their bulge or maybe their dick. Hot, their, hot, 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 Their hot. arm hair you like. Oh, I do like arm hair. I like any body hair. Well, not too much, but, uh, you know, I like a nice furry armpit. It's woo. Um, but yeah, guys, well, just, there's this one guy in particular in America and our whole relationship is photos of his whole he just keeps sending me new ones. And sometimes it'll be a video of him just kind of like massaging it. <laughs> and I don't know what wow. to say back. No. I'm like, uh. And now you haven't said anything. And so it's like too late. Like well, you just have to be like. No, I'm an idiot. I know. No. I'll say like, oh, hi. Yeah, I know mm, for sure. That you hole fucking... looks really warm. Yeah. He'll like, he'll try to figure out what to say. And then it'll just be like, yeah. Oh, I'll that's. I'll Google it. You yeah. Know, like, what do I, what do I say to a whole photo? Yeah. And it's like, compliment yeah. the hole. Mm-hmm. Talk about how you'd like to play with this hole. Yeah. Oh my god! So I was wondering about that because I saw that kind of like the trend of uh, like commenting on something, like being like show hole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was kind of wondering what that meant. I feel like it's it, it's at a disadvantage. I I don't know. Do do bottoms still send dick pics? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, if they got a good dick, like sometimes, you know, that's what gets me riled up. So you better be sending me that dick pic. I mean, if you're not going to be using it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I feel, you know, like. <laughs> Holes are uh, on either side of the gender are less photogenic than a penis. Yeah, I would agree. Luckily, the ladies have the business up top. Although I don't know, are lesbians uh, as as pro boob as straight men are? Well, thank you for the generalization. Let me fucking call the lesbian line and tap us all in, Andy, to find out if we all like tits or yeah. not. All right. Well, I'm just I, you know you speak. You are. The only no, lesbian I've ever spoke to. Okay, and uh, I get it. And you know what? I'm going to be gentle with you, and I apologize. I'm sorry for getting mad at you. I'm crazy. I told you what I said to Tiffany in high school. Mm-hmm. I asked her what the fuck she was looking at. You so, be careful. And I'm sorry. Listen, I took your side against Tiffany, and okay. I think that that should, that should <laughs> gain me some goodwill. <laughs> That's true. Okay. But I just, I've never actually, it's funny because my, my sister and I don't really talk about that stuff and i have a few uh lesbian comic friends but i don't think i've ever asked is our boobs in play because boobs are such a big part of straight guys totally and i think so too i personally i i mean i love a woman's body um very much but i'm not like oh yes show me those tits like i'm not really a i want to see your face i want to see your face i like Mm, hair i want to see what you're wearing i'm a face guy too and i'm like no but i saw her face and i liked her teeth Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) she seemed nice that's so sweet (laughs) i guess okay i think it's time for plt stories Mm -hmm. d Okay, well, this is uh, time, and Andy, usually, you know, we like to give it to you. If you want to go first, if you'd like to hear one of us, both of us first, what would you like to do? I can go if you want me to. We'd love that. Okay. So I have so many stories. (laughs) I was a very awkward um, boy growing up in a household of women, and on top of that, like, I was just awkward in general. And then I was also a alcoholic, so there's many decades of horrible embarrassing stories but i remembered that um my first blow job i ever got it was kind of one of those like high school like two people are making out in the house the other two people are left they're like all right we might as well try some stuff it was like one of those situations we weren't like dating there was none of that so we like get in the shower there's a little bit of a sexual act performed very small amount no orgasm none of that 
And then um, afterwards, there's not really a lot of like follow up. There's not a lot of like, we don't have a relationship. We're not dating. It just was one of those things that happened. But I will say that I probably didn't handle it gracefully. Like I wasn't like, hey, are you like, I didn't check in with her basically I, and or try to pursue a relationship. And so I think there was some feelings that were hurt. And so her and her friends, uh, the performer of said first blowjob, um, <laughs> thought it would be funny to play a prank on me. And um, they texted me one night. Uh, no, not texted me, paged me. This was the mid-90s. Yes. And um, they said it was an emergency that I needed to call them right there. And I was at dinner with my mom in a, in a, in a Japanese restaurant that we like to go to in our neighborhood. And so I was like, mom, I got to go make a phone call. There's an emergency. <laughs> and so I call them and they're like, listen, we don't know what's going on, but blank just took a pregnancy test and she's pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, we don't we don't know. But like she's pregnant and she's only ever hooked up with you. And I, my mom is a nurse. Uh, I tested well in sciences. Uh, my mom was a Lamaze teacher too. Like I know how a baby is made, mm -hmm. but for some reason it just, I thought somehow there'd been, uh, I, I hadn't even orgasmed with her. <laughs> I orgasmed on my own later. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but anyways, I just started panicking and I went back to the dinner table and I sat down and my mom was like, what is wrong with you? You're like pale white. And I said, mom, I don't know how this happened, but I got a girl pregnant. No. And my mom was like, <laughs> my mom's a single mom too. So she's just like, she's so over me in her life. <laughs> just period. She's just does not. She's like, this is such a waste of time if this is where we're at 16 years in <laughs> um and so she goes what happened and i go i got a blowjob from this girl <laughs> and she just goes you fucking idiot it's a blowjob what are you talking about and i was like i don't know i thought you know it could have gotten some cut could have gotten loose yeah, yeah. And, uh, travel down she was just like no they're fucking with you and then i like was like oh yeah, they are fucking with me. But now my mom knows that I'm like getting blowjobs. So she calls that girl's parents no. to be like, did you know that these kids are like blowing each other? <laughs> and um, <laughs> the whole thing is just so embarrassing. That is, is that the story? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay. There are a lot of levels to that story for me. Um, first of all, we always pick who the PLT is, who the poor little thing is. There's a lot of poor little things in here. Yeah. You're for sure a PLT. Mm -hmm. Those girls are fucking PLTs for doing that to you. And they were just fucking with you? They thought they were being funny? Yes, yes. It was like they knew that I would fall for that. <sighs> Somehow they knew I would fall for it and they were right. Listen, my friend used to think that her brother jacked off on the toilet seat and when she'd sit down on it, that she could get pregnant by her brother's <laughs> by her brother's sperm. So when we were growing up, we didn't know. Mm -hmm. She thought she'd just sit on it and she was like, what if? Like Super all, sperm. She was panicked. Okay, yeah. I get that. And then also your mom, she's not really a PLT, but like poor little thing. God <laughs> damn. Like 
you think you're pregnant. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the parents, poor, her parents getting the call, your daughter's given blows. Yeah. And and she maybe got blo- is getting blowed too. Yes. You don't know. That was the one thing. My mom is definitely a poor little thing. Anita <laughs> is <laughs> Hall of Famer. PLT. Hall of Famer, sad sack. Uh, <laughs> just like Anita is just a caricature, just a, <laughs> one of the most morose women on the planet. Morose? Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, you can ask any of my partners that have ever gotten to know my mom, like have an impression of my mother because yes. it's like she's just, you know, it, she, you, she can make the best news somehow depressing. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. But she was always a narc. She was always a narc. She loved gossip. <laughs> and so I think, you know, she probably in her mind was like, I am spilling the tea on Andy. Yes. And it was like, no, you're making my life miserable right now. <laughs> That's so wow. fucking embarrassing. The whole thing is awful. But I wonder, truly, if you thought about it, if you had to pick one, was the worst part your mom calling and telling them? Or what was the worst part? I mean, I think it was definitely pretty bad when I had to see that girl again mm. because she lived across the street from one of my best friends. And mm. so I would have to see her and then eventually I think I saw her and her parents and oh. it was just like yeah you know yep I'm the bad guy yeah, um, yeah. I think the most the worst part of it was just telling my mom and my mom being like no no like, you're a fucking idiot yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he never got another one again and he, and he never, never got to another this one day again. that was my first and only <laughs> scarred for life I hope it was worth it oh well you're a PLT yeah thank you for sharing thank that you. that was a great story I'm I really sorry. I was hanging in the whole yes. way do you mind if I go next because guess what what my story is about a blowjob too no so I mentioned it, I think, a couple of episodes ago. I filmed this like horrible short film called Tofino, like <laughs> 17, 18 years ago, like one of my first little acting gigs. And we all thought we were so cool. I went up to Tofino with all these like, you know, newbies and we had a time. I think it was like a three or four day shoot. And I had this boyfriend at the time. I think I was like 27 and he was like 20. And um, I'm like, hey, like, you know, I left my Sunfire in Vancouver. Why don't you drive up? Like, you have a couple days off. He's like, yeah. And I didn't tell anybody. And then, like, the day of, I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys, if it's cool, my, my boyfriend's going to come up. And it was so low budget. We were sleeping in a, like, at a campsite. <laughs> we were sleeping in tents for this short film. And because it was all based outside, it was like this lunatic gay guy picks us up on a, you know, highway. <laughs> anyway, so it's all all outside. And so my boyfriend comes up and we're like, oh, good to see you. I'm so glad you came. And then everyone else is like fucking off filming or something. I don't know. I'm not in the scene. And so then we go in my tent, which I'm sharing with like two or three other actors. It's a big tent. And I'm like, mm, do you want to get sexy? So we start like fooling around. Ryan, other people are in the tent. I, no, they weren't in the tent. The tent was oh. empty. Like zip. We Closed it up. They were all like, you know, offsite. Wow. So we're like, we got this, we got this campsite to ourselves. Let's be bad. So then, yeah, he like zip and like he starts giving me a blowjob and he's giving me several blowjobs in my life more than you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I get a few. Uh, he's giving me a blowjob and then I don't know what happened to him. He like, he like choked and then he vomited <laughs> all over the floor of the tent. 
And I was like, oh my uh, God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, there's other people standing here. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So like, luckily no one was outside. So like we went and got, you know, paper towel, whatever we have for camping stuff. And uh, probably, you know, <laughs> probably had like a, you know, a towel or something that I just like burnt or threw in the water after wherever I could find to hide it. And, but puke, puke stinks. Like puke is like the acidity, you know? So I was like, oh my God, they're gonna know. They're gonna know. It's, you know, regard- we could clean that puke up so well, but like they're gonna know. So like, I don't know if we had Windex or what happened, but I remember I got away with it. No one ever said anything. They came back to the tent later. <laughs> it was all cleaned up. This is a weird story. I know. I could still <laughs> smell it. I was like, oh my God, they're going to know. But maybe, and here's the thing, maybe they could smell it and they were just like, I don't know what happened in here, but fuck you, Ryan. And I'm not going to confront you because I think something <laughs> bad happened. And then, yeah, my boyfriend slept for the night, whatever. And I think he left the next day and we finished <laughs> filming. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much my story. I'm... I'm like, wow. well, I mean, he's a PLT because like, why are you puking? But also I'm the PLT. <laughs> like, why did I need a blowjob that bad in a tent that I'm sharing with other people? So. I think that's, I think you're the PLT because you, it's fine to want a blowjob, especially <laughs> you haven't seen your cute younger boyfriend for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. No, listen, I got to talk about this for a second. Hold on. Everyone smelled the puke, okay? <laughs> Everyone, yeah, for sure. Like, they smelled the puke, and they didn't know you well enough. You're all fucking newbie actors. No one's... If it were me, I would have been like, it fucking reeks like puke in here. What happened? But these people, they were like, oh, God. Like, they didn't... They weren't going to be like, it stinks in here. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah. And so... um, I don't know about that story. Yeah. He just came up, gave you a blowy. Th- why did he throw up? I don't know. It must be so he big. Gagged, <laughs> he yeah. gagged. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> he gagged on my monster cock. That's Whoa. why, Amy. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Duh. Duh. Okay. Amy. Sorry, guys. I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't know how that stuff works, but that's cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I love a. I love a story where there's like some sexy time happening, mm-hmm. and then like something bodily fluid happens where yeah. you have to like get rid of evidence yes oh, those are yeah. great stories god it's awful the worst part of it i never even came brian no, of he didn't finish me off after that's he, why we broke up he got sick you sick <laughs> bastard <laughs> jesus christ you'd be tending to him yeah, i know i know getting all the camping supplies you could find <laughs> use her shirt use that anything the oh, curtains no. why is there <laughs> curtains here listen eat another <laughs> s'more <laughs> exactly get the, get the marshmallows sop it up yes anyway thanks for listening okay Amy, you're up. <laughs> okay i loved it thank you yeah thank you for your vulnerability thank you i, I did too forgot but... about that one actually yeah oh, jesus christ you never run out of stories. <laughs> i keep having to like i have quite a few and i shared one actually with your wife that i Swore I was never going to share on the pod. And oh, wow. I liked her so much that I thought, I am safe. This is a safe place and I can be me. Mm-hmm. And I told it, mm-hmm. this one is not as crazy. I'm a little embarrassed that I am going to show it. I'm, I am going to tell it because it's stupid. Um, and I'm embarrassed because your guys' stories were so great. It's not about a blowy. Oh, you can, yeah, there's not one, not one in there it's, somewhere. There's not one no. in there. Um, actually, <laughs> I do have one. Actually. For the first time in PLT history, I'm switching my story. Whoa. I, Whoa. I just I feel mm-hmm. totally special. It's something about the this couple. It's something about this couple, the energy they share mm. when they come on the pod. I feel alive and my most self. So tonight's the night, babies. Whoa. Here we go. The theme is blowjobs. I was dating a guy. Okay? Mm-hmm. The year was two thousand. And I was dating, wow. mm-hmm, 
and I was dating my high school sweetheart and I had a pager too and it was metallic blue mm-hmm. and I was making that thing beep off all day long. I just told my friends, don't even fucking, even if you don't want to talk to me, just beep me off because I want my boyfriend to think I'm the shit and he, yes. and they did and it would beep all the time and be like, get me to a payphone stat because yeah. I got to make a call too. Yeah, Just yeah. like Andy did. Pull over. Pull over. I need a payphone. <laughs> Do you have 25 cents? <laughs> Anyways, I'm dating this boy, okay? And it's all about fucking sex and like what you're doing with your boyfriend or girlfriend. It's like, what have you done? How far have you gone? Mm -hmm. And I had a good boyfriend. I mean, he turned out to be a little prick, but like I had him before. I mean, he turned into a prick. But while we were together, he was like a safe, you know, he was nice to me when I was saying, oh, I can't, I can't. No, I don't want to have sex because my stomach hurt. No, it didn't. I just wanted to be with a woman and I didn't want to have sex anymore. But he was like, okay, again, you really got to get that checked out. Well, this time I thought, hey, this boy deserves a BJ and a fun one. Uh-huh. So one day I was like, I'm going to get crazy with this. And the movie, I think this must have been based off um, Varsity w- Blues. Mm-hmm. I had watched this movie and I was like, mm, yeah, everybody thought that was hot, didn't they? They like that whipped cream, whipped cream bikini. And this is real life because all movies are real and guys like that. So I'm going to do something fucking spicy that I'm going to surprise my boyfriend with and... I'm going to tell my friends about it because I'm not gay and I like guys and I'm crazy. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I have a surprise for you, ba- babe. And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, come over to my house after dinner. <laughs> come to my house. Come with your come in your F-150. OK. And pull up to my house, but down the street so no one sees you and meet me in the alleyway behind the corner store. And he was like, yeah i like this someone's coming my way and i was like yeah it is and i was like mom i'll be back i'm going down the street and i'll come back in like 15 or 20 i don't know fuck you mom fuck you mom and then she was like okay (laughs) (laughs) all right amy just make sure you come back eventually and then so i left and i walked down the street and i went into the corner store and i said hey ray and he was like yes and i said got any whipped cream and then he said yeah over there and I went and got this whipped cream that was probably outdated. It was probably expired. Yeah. But I got it anyways because he liked to hold a lot of expired things. And I bought it with my money. And then I knew that my boyfriend was going to meet me down the alleyway. So I took the whipped cream and I went all the way to the end of the alleyway where there was some like wooded area. It was very horny. And I hid behind a fence because I thought I'm going to reveal myself when he comes out. Now, listen, I didn't do a bikini. I didn't fucking do an alleyway whipped cream bikini. But when he started walking down the alleyway and I peeked around the fence and he looked and he was like, all right, something's going to happen. And and then he met me at the fence and I said, take your pants off. And he was like, okay. And I said, take those gross oversized boxers down as well. And he did. And I took the whipped cream and I sprayed it all over his genitalia. Mm -hmm. And I attempted to sort of do some things in and around there gagged not because of the size um because the whipped cream was fucking disgusting on his you know skin that had probably been sweating yeah, all day sweaty dick. <laughs> i think he had hockey practice that afternoon yeah. <laughs> and he did not know oh, that he, he was coming to this, for this secret whipped cream he probably also wasn't shaved N- no there was nothing there was a lot of there was yes andy okay there was whipped cream curly hair do you want okay is that what you're saying that's right and i sort of went around and did a thing were you trying to like lick up the whipped cream sure and and then (laughs) i was like yeah i was like 
And then I was like, (laughs) 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 it lasted about, I think, 15 seconds. And I was like, okay, I got to go back home now. (laughs) And he was like, and he had whipped cream. There was nothing to clean it up. Yeah, his pubes are just covered in whipped cream. Yeah, it's all sticky. Disgusting. And like I had been around there like trying to do stuff, like trying to whatever. Saliva, just mixing in with it now. Then he just had to pull up, like (laughs) to put his pants up, I guess. And then go home and i was like see ya that's right i am hot i'm hot and <laughs> i'm hot and i'm crazy tell your friends whoa well wow wow that's right and that's me you guys should have never brought off the bullet job stories yeah, yeah. because then you didn't know what was coming for you he probably went home and was like talked to his buddy he's like what the fuck i have to have a shower that amy she's chick gross. yeah she just like whipped cream all over my crotch licked it for like five seconds and then said she had to go home no he was nice he said he appreciated the attempt oh yeah it was okay he had sticky wet <laughs> oh. underwear his Ew. pubes were covered in dried coagulated whipped cream and then yeah. on top of that he had blue balls yeah oh. yeah and he never it was just like 10 15 15 seconds maybe not even 30 there's no way because it tasted so gross i was like i can't i can't and then he had to dr- he probably didn't even get a hard on did he get a hard? No, it, it, it was ask. always hard he oh. was he was always hard yeah Andy, he always was hard i remember those days yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Me too he was jacking himself off in his pants that was tucked up inside but mm-hmm. all the time he'd be like i'm tucking and i'm like ugh, i'm not touching that like i don't care that you have a boner and you've tucked it up inside yeah, like yeah. okay thank you for telling me but there's definitely like times in uh, and i i think ryan you can agree with this where you just jerked off in your pants <laughs> i've never jerked or off in my pants with your pants or in your pants like i can remember a time where like i think i like i was in a situation <laughs> where i got a hold of some porn or something and it was just like i gotta i gotta jerk off I and then i didn't have anywhere to go and so i just was like <laughs> fuck it i think i just <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't great. Hey, listen, we forgive ourselves in this yeah. podcast. Do you know how many times Ryan has said Thank to me, you. "You forgive your childhood yeah, self," yeah. and you tell your you tell your child mm-hmm. in inside of you, you say it's okay, yeah, because you were just a kid. I'm dealing with a, a lot of that with in my own therapy. So thank you for kind of giving me space. Same with me uh-huh. in my therapy. We I just learned that I'm talking a lot to my child self and saying, "Hey, you're okay." don't have so much guilt mm. and so it's a safe place that you jacked off inside your own pants <laughs> andy it's okay thank you i appreciate that my room was in the basement so i always had a place to go and jerk off and i'd whip out my pillow and i'd humper hey that's <laughs> aggressive andy and i were just trying to sorry they're mad i went too hard. i got i'm so hard right now i'm so sorry <sighs> yeah, yeah me too <laughs> no you guys yeah. i don't oh. be hard fuck like every podcast we end with a question <laughs> And keeping it really below the belt uh, of these last, you know, few minutes of the pod. We're going to, you know, stay down there. Okay. The final question is, if there was an old woman who lived in your building and she would give you $100 every day just to look at a bit of your bush from the top of your pants, (laughs) would you let her? Andy, you can go, what is this question? Yes. Andy, obviously the answer is yes. Hold on. I just want to say I don't have a lot of bush. I actually, you know, once... Once my oh. podcast got sponsored by Manscaped, I just mm. you know, got rid of the whole thing. 
Really? And um, the lawnmower but, trimmer. Uh, yeah, you know, I would actually. I think I'd feel somewhat of a guilt taking her money. You know, oh, so I'd probably just let her see it in general. You're right. Okay. No, you're right. I agree. Well, wait. How much money? Wait. Is she rich? It's a hundred dollars every day. Yeah, but is she rich? Is she looking to get rid of her because oh, she's yeah. having kids? She's, she's like retired, and her her husband passed and left her with like wait, is, you know four million. Is my wife? Is this like a deception to my wife? No, no. Am I like? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, you're the question. Yeah, it is. Rosebud is just you know your your wife, and you have a kid coming, but she doesn't know. Or maybe you say to her, "Hey, hundred bucks a day. That's like you know seven hundred. That's like, so she does know. Yeah. Well, does she know or not? No, she does. Yeah. So that's like three grand a month you can make just by like showing this woman the top of your yeah. push. <laughs> from your, obviously, that's yeah. rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's rent. Why is it just the top? Why does she only? She want just to wants see the a peak because she's not a pervert. She doesn't want to see your genitalia. <laughs> just she just loves a nice bush okay. and she just wants to see it from the top. And you so you just pull your pants down a little bit and you go, okay, Darlene, a hundred dollars, please. And then Darlene gives you a hundred dollars and you fuck off. Yeah, I mean that sounds yeah. like such an easy deal. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. yeah, I would do it. I first I felt first I was like, yes, I need that money. Mm-hmm. But then Andy said he felt sad, and then I felt sad because he's right. That's sad. I don't want to take her money, but she's rich. I like that, mm-hmm. and she it has to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to get in all sorts of people's wills because if it's go, it's got if it's got to go somewhere, <laughs> yeah. I'd like some Me, to come. Please. to Yeah, come here, please. Yeah. But um, and I also like that if so, Jenny knows. Yeah. And I'm collecting in cash, so I don't have to pay tax on exactly, that exactly yeah yes i would yeah. what, about, what about you yeah i would too of course i'm single so i'd be like yeah there you go you want to see more you got another hundred on you how low do you want me to go yeah yeah <laughs> i'd do anything for a hundred dollars <laughs> oh we know yeah. Yeah. yeah i have a joke about how like you know when when i was a, a straight teen you know straight teens we do this thing where we're like how much money would it cost for you to do something gay right <laughs> like that's like a very common straight teen thing yeah. but you 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 do it where you go you it's changed now, but when I was a kid, it was like, you know, $5 million or something absurd like that. And now that I'm an adult, it's like, it it literally would be like, if you'll pay off my credit cards, you can have the whole thing. Like, I'm not phased by it. I heard these like bro comics the other day on a podcast and they were like, would you let a guy blow you for $250,000? And I was like, like, yes, yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? In a second, yeah. another man's going to give me a blowjob and I get a quarter million dollars? Yeah, yeah. I'm not bothered by that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andy, I actually have heard you say that joke and you said at one point, you're like, you can have the whole t- thing. You can rotisserie me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can take photos. Yeah, you can yeah. pig roast me yeah, and yeah. put them on your OnlyFans and collect money from that mm-hmm. if I get the yes. amount that was agreed upon. Yeah, yeah. I just need like 22K. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, honey. Yeah. And we're going to see if we can make that happen. <laughs> Tyrell, come on. Come on, baby. Come in here. Come on, no. We have a special Yay. guest who is going to Ty- give you. No. No. Andy, that's not happening. Andy, you're a fucking delight and you're coming here. Oh, yeah. So if you have any Toronto listeners or Montreal listeners, I'll be at uh, the comedy bar Danforth the 11th and Improv Montreal uh, the 13th or the 12th. Sorry. Nice. Awesome. Um, definitely go check him out, you guys. I mean, obviously you've been laughing your ass off this entire time with every single thing he said, but he is fabulous. Mm-hmm. And check out his special. If you just Google your name, you can see your special. It is so funny. And oh, thank you. Yeah, it really is, Andy. You're so fucking talented and we're so pleased to have had you say yes to being on here. So thank you. And um, thank you, guys. I really appreciate no it. Problem. Yeah, no problem. We're really excited for you to be a dad. And please tell Rosebud we said hi. And um, and where can people find you on Instagram oh, yeah. and such? 
Just I'm Andy Haynes. The conjunction, not I am. I'm Andy Haynes. I'm Andy Haynes. H-A-Y-N-E-S. Correct? Yes. Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. <laughs> <laughs> and as we always say, you, you poor, poor little, little thing. thing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.